Hi and welcome to Why It Matters, a podcast series from The Straits Times where we take a close look at one news story every week. My name is Jeremy Aoyong. This week we will be talking about the hot-button topic of ageing leases on HDB flats. And with me I have uh, two journalists who have been covering this topic for ages. Political correspondent Ng Jun-sen, who also used to cover housing. Hi Jun-sen. Hi. Hi. And housing correspondent Grace Leong. Hi Grace. Hi. Okay, so we are talking about this now because National Development Minister Lawrence Wong brought this up last week during a parliamentary sitting. He said the government is looking into the matter but also stressed that it was a complex problem and one that he did not see as an immediate issue. And so just to catch everybody up, Jensen, maybe you can tell us how exactly we got to this point. What really made this a talking point and why did Lawrence Wong have to address it? I, I think the easy answer here would be if you just look back at last year when the minister sounded out to a cautionary note on his blog that there are people paying quite a lot for old flats and he signaled to people that the idea of the selective on-block redevelopment scheme would not come to every flat in Singapore uh, because of certain limitations that at the end of the lease the government would take back these homes and return it back to the state. So this has created some people to wonder what exactly will happen to their old homes when they reach the end of their 99-year lease. But the long answer really is that since the dawn of Singapore when we have been selling HDB flats, um, the, the, the idea of, of people buying homes is one of asset enhancement, that they think they're getting a home that will rise in value as Singapore progresses. It was only until the turn of the millennium, maybe in the 2010s, when there was rises and falls from Asian financial crises and this and that, when the government started to signal something different that don't expect your home prices to always rise. So Minister Lawrence Wong's post is just uh, one of many signals that the government has given out to try to remind people that the home at the end of the day can depreciate to the end of the lease. So it seems we have come quite some distance in that one year. So if I understand you correctly, last year we were in a bull market on old HDB flats. Is, is that right? That a lot of people were speculating? And right now, we are in a situation where the prices are dropping. Grace, Johnson, is that right? Yeah, well, as Minister had said, not too long ago, people were speculating in older flats, hoping to get SERS benefits. Now the reverse has happened, and they are now overly anxious about how their older flats, would, how much they would fetch in the resale market. But the concerns are viable, then they're justifiable because the value of most older flats start to depreciate steeply after the 40-year mark. Okay, so, but what's so special about the 40-year mark? What, why is there a drop-off between, between younger than 40 years and uh, older than 40 years? That's because depreciation tends to steepen after 40 years, and that's due to restrictions on CPF usage, which kick in when the remaining lease is less than 60 years. And uh, a CPF buyer cannot use CPF money if the remaining lease is less than 30 and this will essentially limit the pool of buyers you're able to sell your old home to. And that would have quite a clear effect in terms of pricing on how much you can let go your old flats for. Especially when you take into account how new BTOs are going through, uh, you, can, you can apply for grants, very significant ones for them, and all sorts of other subsidies. These will not be available to old flats when you want to sell them. 
Yeah, and not helping too is the fact that although a lot of people have been counting on the on-blockers to come in to buy or to downgrade to you know bigger HDB flats, most of them, well, a number of them do have other properties as well, so that would limit their ability to actually buy HDB. Um, but having said that, there are still people who would buy older flats if their size and location is good or if they have panoramic views. Okay, so that's the that seems to be the the homeowner's worry that they at at some point their flat their home will be something they are stuck with that eventually depreciates to zero. And the, from the government's perspective, how how do they see the issue? Is that something that needs to be worked at, or is just this is what you bought? You know, willing buyer, willing seller. The government's position at this point is that it's not an immediate issue, and that there is time to still work through this issue. Yeah, there is another 50 more years to go. I mean, yeah, that, that honestly, humans being humans, the anxiety <laughs> over this uncertainty is not doing anyone any favors. I mean, they all know that the longer they wait, the less desirable the asset could be, let alone waiting till the end of the lease, That's say right. 40 to 50 years before getting a clear direction from the government. I mean, part of the discussion has been also what are some possible solutions? And what have you guys heard? What are people saying that the government can do or maybe the private sector can do to fix this problem? What is, what is out there? Well, we have heard a, a gamut of suggestions running from extending the lease buyback scheme, which currently only applies to three and four room flats, to the five rumours as well. Yeah, there are others. I mean, um, there's one suggestion on a, a national rental programme where after the end of the 99 years, uh, the, you, you do not have to face eviction. You instead continue to rent from the government uh, at, at market rates. That's one suggestion, which of course will have its trade-offs. Uh, and also there has been a suggestion by MPs on uh, automatic lease renewal, which would really distort the line between what is a leasehold property and freehold. Uh, I think Grace was looking into this this idea of automatic lease extensions. In fact, the minister himself also said something to that effect of why there will be serious ramifications if the lease were to be automatically renewed. So uh, wait, so automatic lease renewal is just at the annual lease, I start another 99 year or I start another term? It could be something like that. I think in Hong Kong, you see it uh, happening this way. In China also, I think they are debating it currently where when they reach the end of their lease, the government there would, will not evict you, will not take back the land, they will just allow you to stay on. But given that Singapore is a land-scarce country and land recycling is a critical part of our public housing policy, automatic lease extension would just hamper efforts to better utilise limited land resources and it really goes against the grain of public housing in the first place. So in that case, I mean, automatic lease, he may have brought it up, but it doesn't seem like this is going to be the solution. This rental, national rental scheme, maybe is there, is public opinion coalescing around any particular solution or is, or is this something we really don't know what we're going to do with? Well, we, we can only sense what the sentiment is from experts, from MPs who have made suggestions. But at this point, it is hard to, to, to see what the government has coalesced around, what, what they have decided to embrace. It is interesting to note how they have said this is a very complex issue. But it's not just the PAP government which is saying that. The Workers' Party has also spoken that they are looking into this issue very seriously and I believe their suggestions might come up soon. 
So I think everyone is looking into solutions and, and it is an, a very interesting time for us even though we are 40 to 50 years away from the end of these 99-year leases. Is there any sense of when we might hear some of these suggestions? Well, it hasn't been stated when they would actually look into this matter but as far as I know, MP Cheryl Chan has said that we cannot look at each suggestion independently and expect it to be a silver bullet and multiple measures and options have to be made available so that they can maintain a balanced and supply of and demand of flats. Do you have a solution that you see as the standout right now? Personally, I think it is more about being prudent with what you expect out of your home. Uh, of course, there are many solutions that the government or policymakers can come up with, but being prudent, knowing that your home is not forever appreciating, knowing that there is such a thing as a depreciating asset, especially towards the end, I think it is the onus is on home buyers to do their homework, to study, to see whether they are overpaying or underpaying, and 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 take it from there. That they are that there are lessons from this, you know, that you should be very prudent in your purchases, especially when you're talking about a home that will last you for your generation and perhaps for the next one. I'm leaning towards, um, well, short of selling my flat, a modified form of SERS where the homeowners would have to decide whether they want to contribute to this rejuvenation program. I mean, it's, it's understandable that SERS is an extremely expensive um, undertaking for the government, and we don't expect to be bailed out by the government forever, but I think some assistance should be given, or some thought should be given in that direction for all flats, that all flats be automatically eligible for modified SERS. Or at least something on a case-by-case basis, if you look at the resident staying in such homes who would not have a roof over their heads if you were to take it back. You know, for the government to think about how to treat people of this certain group, to figure out options for them, I think that would also be a, a, a way forward for any future government to, to ponder upon. Alright, I think we're going to have to leave it at that. Thanks Grace, thanks Jensen. Look out for more on the subject of ageing leases in Insight in this week's The Sunday Times. And also look out for the next episode of Why It Matters on The Straits Times, where we also have other podcasts on various topics. 